0: It's time for the Motown Rundown, presented by Impact 89FM, WDBM. This is your home for all things Detroit sports, from the Lions and Tigers to the Pistons and Red Wings. Now here's your host, Ryan Rabinowitz. Welcome into episode 18 of the Motown Rundown. Your home for all things Detroit sports, per usual. Ryan Rabinowitz, Trent Bailey, Ryan Collins. It's finals week, baby. How it is.
1: Guys? It's good to come here and sort of re- release a little bit. It's yeah. gonna be nice. How are you
0: guys holding up? How's the studying going? I'm stressed. Really? Yeah. Uh-huh. yeah. Really? I have
1: probably the worst schedule. Like I got one every day except Thursday. So I'm here till Friday. One every day is not bad. Fr- being here Friday though at all. Yeah, that's that's a big L.
0: I go uh, I go two tomorrow, one Wednesday. I get the little uh the break in between. I get the bye week or the bye day and then I go one yeah. at seven forty
2: five in the morning on Friday. Who's Tough. like who
0: schedules this? Rabinowitz stuff, dude? with the business yeah, exams.
1: No, you,
2: yeah. I, I, I think you said this to me on Sunday with uh how they can schedule a seven forty five exam, but they can't schedule a seven forty five class. How's this? Right? Logical. Like, That's my what? thing. You get, like what? Yes. If you're going to make biggest people, day of the year, I agree. Michigan Garbage.
1: State University
0: studying going all right though. That's important. is yeah, important. It's going good. I don't know. I think
2: school important.
0: I don't know if I have like ADHD or I don't know what the difference between ADHD and do you like clinically have it? Yeah, ADD. Really? I don't have
2: the hyperactive part of it, but I'm ADD. Oh, you're so brave. Yeah.
0: Um. I just I, I don't know if it just I get bored easily. I'm very distraught. Like things I help, span. I like hear things like happening like I. I just, you know, like phantom noises, and I just, that's it. I have to shut down studying for an hour. Yeah. The phone's bad, too. Real Oof. bad with the phone. It's tough. I, I just mean, can't do it. I think I got, I got issues. We all you do. You probably though. have ADD. Everyone has ADD. It really? It's a fate, fate disease. I don't. I need to see some statistics. I think that's just nonsense, what you just said. What, it's a fate disease? No, that, that everyone has it.
2: I I think that's In some sort of way. Dr. Collins over yeah, yeah. here. Yeah, Seriously. In some sort of way, you have it. Like, everyone procrastinates that's true i oh, you know what i'm saying that. yeah okay
0: um, anyway keep pushing we'll get through it together i guess I'm, that's why i am glad we're here tonight but this is yeah. our last show before the holiday break uh we are taking a little bit of a hiatus we're gonna go home and enjoy some family time unwrap some presents chill out put the books away for a little bit so uh, any any fun plans for the holiday season
1: uh, just a lot of family time, whole lot of family time. It's gonna be fun.
0: That's the best, man. That's what it's all about. Collins, you doing anything special, my I friend? I think
2: I'm going to a Lions game and a Pistons game on the same day. Ooh. And my brother's tournament to the twenty third. Yeah,
1: I'm, I think I'm going too.
2: Yeah. I need to get to a Lions game. Yeah, this year. I know. I, I haven't been no, the yeah. Lions. And my brother's tournament of the time from Houston, so that'll be fun.
1: Cool, cool. Yeah,
0: I love it. Well, like I said, last show before the break. Uh, actually, when the when we come back from break, the Lions season will be over. So this is the last Thank time God. you will hear us Oof. complain and cry and all that jazz we're gone about, now about, about the Lions. Yeah, we're gone for three weeks. The season's um, three weeks left in the season. Jeez. So let's get moving today, boys. lot to cover. Pistons, Red Wings, Lions. Oh, my. That's my favorite thing to say.
2: Yeah, the oh my. It's pretty it's solid. Like, it's, a
0: great, it's a great play on the Worship uh, of Oz. Great movie. Anyway. Uh, we'll start with the Pistons today. Losers of four straight games in, some, in pretty ugly fashion, in my opinion. Most recent loss coming to the Pelicans on Sunday, 116-108. They are currently taking on the Sixers in Philadelphia as we speak. Uh, Collins, give us a score update. I know you usually the get it, down, down nine. Down nine.
2: Where are, we, where are we at in the game? We are in like the two minutes
0: left in the third. Okay, fair enough. Down nine, whatever. Uh, we talked last week about how tough this stretch was going to be coming up for the Pistons. And I, I said in my opinion, this is the determining factor of whether or not I really buy in and how I view this team. And it, it hasn't been great. Obviously, like I said, losers are four straight. And you know, for me, it's all about how you play against the good competition, especially in the East. And I mean, I guess I'll open the floor to you guys. I, I get there's injuries, but I mean, what's gone wrong? Like this is this four game skid is and in the ways they've Lost the games. It's pretty embarrassing, in my opinion.
2: I mean, you look at him and you get completely embarrassed by the Thunder after you have that huge win against Golden State, and I think that's a huge kind of momentum killer. And I think Blake even said that to Ish after the game. He goes, "Oh, there's all the fans that we just gained in the last couple of weeks. There, the, there, they go." But I mean, I, th- I I really think it's like you play the best part of your schedule and you have the most major injuries. You've had all season. I think that's a big reason why they've really struck. I mean, Stanley, Reggie Bullock, and Ish Smiths are all all tr- like huge pieces of this. Oh, one hundred percent. Like they're not like they they need them to succeed because you need Ish to come off the bench because he's your best player off the bench. He's the only one who can kind of provide a spark and get the offense going. Reggie Bullock's basically the only consistent three point shooter who can guard at the other end. And Stanley Johnson's your best defender, and has been really good off the bench this year. So I think you you lose those three guys, it's pretty tough, and you don't have Blake tonight against Philly. It it I I'm not gonna say I mean the f- losing five straight, which I think they're gonna lose this game, is demoralizing. But I I then again they're still gonna be 13 and 12. This team is just gonna hang around the eight to six range. I I think they kind of got people's hopes up after that Warriors game, but they're coming down to earth a little bit.
1: Um. Uh, we talked about this stretch last week, and I, I thought the Pistons would get one of these. I thought it'd be the Pelicans game. However, that Sixers game was very winnable, and they blew that. You know, <laughs> considering we led by 15 in the third quarter, and the Sixers didn't have Embiid, so not much of an excuse there. <clears throat> However, uh, we're, we're kind of continuing to see this trend that Colin speaks of of beating up on bad teams and can't quite hang with the big dogs. But for me, honestly, my biggest takeaway from this losing streak is, is uh, a trend I'm seeing with Andre Drummond. He's 13-6 against the Thunder, and you lost by 27. 10-8 against the Bucks, you lost by 23. That's two straight non-double doubles, and you get blown, blown out. And then 21 and 10 against the Sixers, you lose by 6. 23-19 against the Pelicans lose by eight. So the Thunder and Bucks are both good teams. When Drummond plays bad against a good team, uh, the Pistons will get exposed because he's just he's the man in the middle. And they mm-hmm. don't we don't have anyone else that you can throw Zaza out there to guard Anthony Davis, you know? So when Drummond plays good against any team, the Pistons will win more games than they'll lose. But the injuries is an important thing to bring up, as Colin said. You're not you're you're without Bullock, you're without Reggie and Noah Smith. That's your starting shooting guard and your sixth and seventh man. Any team where you take those three off the roster, that's going to be tough. So I I think the Pistons would have won the Pelicans game and possibly not blown the Sixers lead had they had either Stanley or Bullock. Maybe ish out there, but overall, uh, I, I don't want to overreact just because of the injuries, but it, it's a pretty bad skid.
2: I'm gonna say something about that Sitters Pistons game last Friday. Was that last Friday? Yeah, I, I there was like eight straight blocks. I don't know what Reggie Jackson and everyone else on the team was thinking. Reggie Jackson's like, you know what, I'm gonna get mine. Got blocked like 15 straight times. I, like, I will say it, it was it's, infuriating. It's very I was tough. like, guys, can we figure something else out? Let's not get blocked into the moon every time we go to the bucket.
1: I was, ugh. Yeah, making Mike Muscala look like Ben Wallace out there I, in, in our house. So that, I, I will say, really watching, watching Reggie Jackson play hero ball is one of my least favorite things about the Sports. I agree.
2: Uh, I, I kind of like it. It's so ballsy.
1: Of oh, all. I hate it. It's, it's For me, it's it's not quite there, but it's almost as bad as watching Tease Tabor. I mean, uh, I'm T's just gonna Tabor hasn't played in like three weeks, yeah, thank, but
2: thankfully. Yeah, but Reggie Jackson, just like his confidence, bravado, just <laughs> thinking he's the best player on like any team in the NBA is like my. It, it's funny. I love it's Reggie. I, mean.
1: I support Reggie hundred percent. I think he's I think he can be the point guard here is if he accepts the role of being the third best player, but whatever, Ryan All
0: all this stretch is shown to me is I mean, as optimistic as you wanted to be about this team at the beginning of the year, and you see him beat a team like the Warriors, and you're like, Oh, this is awesome. The Pistons are great. This this losing skid, and I and I get you know, I'm I always look big picture, so taking a four game docket here and, and, and making a big assumption about them isn't yeah, you know, I I usually try to stray away from things like that, but for me, this just shows you where your ceiling is with this team. I yeah. mean, you know, you have a new coach. I really like Dwayne Casey. I think he's done a great job. And the the point I make every week that I think we all agree on is letting guys like Stanley get minutes. You know, giving Luke Kennard the ball when he's healthy. You know, things that I appreciate that Stan Van Gundy never did. But I mean, you can't beat the Bucks. You can't beat the Sixers. You know, you you, you can't beat the Celtics. Like I, th- those things in the East. I mean, they did beat the Raptors, which was great, but I think your ceiling is pretty definite now. It's it's solidifying as you know if you if you get the four seed, awesome. But like Colin said, you you might be a team that's floating from that eight to six, and it's just going to be a matter of you know strictly X's and O's or or the wins loss column as far as. If you're beating up on bad teams, you get a finite amount of wins, and if you're not beating teams that you you know you should be playing close games or, you know, maybe you're on the on, on the wrong side of the spectrum there, you're you're going to end up in the 8 to 6 spot. And, and I think us coming into the year was like, "Oh, this is great. You know, the Pistons are new look Pistons. They got some some good talent with Blake is finally coming into his own as a being the leader on the Pistons and they will grab a 4 or 5 seed." I just don't see it. And, you know, if they turn things around it can and can grab a game here against the Sixers tonight, then, you know, we'll, we'll see as the year goes on. But uh, I guess that brings me into my next point about when we talked last week about who the best team in Detroit was, or the last two weeks we talked about who's the best team in Detroit, and which now makes me have to bring up the Red Wings if you guys don't mind me moving on right away. Go for it. Uh, I mean, since we last spoke, Wings lost in a shootout to Tampa. Tampa's the best team in the league. Beat the Leafs on the road in overtime. Well, it's a tough one of the Islanders. They're playing the Kings right now at home as we speak. I believe they're up 2-0. Yes. Four and minutes Collins left. In, four minutes left. In the game? In the second period. Fair enough. Should have said, said second period. Collins is always on top of things. And I I said, too, now that you bring that up, when we were at the – we had our impact party that you guys couldn't just come to me with. <laughs> Sorry,
2: another, Juan was
0: busting me up with his project. I just think, well, if we're going to take a side note here, because I'm, I'm going to have to rip you for this. You told me that you had the group project that you're like, oh, if I finish my group project, I can go. You had an entire day to finish it and basically half the day on on Thursday or whenever the party was, so that's I, completely on you. I think it's a little strategic, and we'll I count. think yeah, it was absolutely <laughs> malicious. It was absolutely, and I like it is what it is. But I'm just, just don't ask me for anything in the future. It's from bush league, bush don't league. ask. Well, you you left me. I was I, left I never tried both. Was... You guys, we we're supposed to represent the Motown rundown. You won an award for most improved. I didn't even know that. Well, I because you weren't there. They had some oh green dot Stables, They got some great sliders. I had a Nashville hot chicken slider.
2: They call it the Lansing hot chicken. Really good. <laughs> no, I but recommend it. You literally, I see you. I'm walking to class. We're not even... I didn't even know you were there. You just tapped me. Hey, you're going tonight. I'm like, am I? I got a pride. You, you kind of forced me into going if I was going to go. Well, you didn't go. I,
0: I don't mean, know why you... I, I, it was a good time. Anyway, I, that's, that's, that's completely beside the point. Anyway, the I reason apologize. why I brought up is we're sitting at the Green Dot Stables for our party that you guys were at. Um, and the, <laughs> the Wings were winning sorry. 4-1 going in into third. And they scored the second goal. The, the Leafs scored the second goal of the game. Their first of three in the third period. And Kyle Turk turns to me and goes... Oh, here we go! And sure enough, the game gets forced to overtime, and the, and the Wings pulled it out, which is a great win. Uh, but an unreal game against Toronto. They played really well against Tampa Bay. A game they probably should have should have won too. Um, so, so I bring up: Is this the best team in Detroit? I texted you guys. I go: The Wings absolutely are right now. So I don't know. Whatever I was saying, you know, maybe I just wasn't getting enough sleep when I said the Pistons were. I, I watched the Wings play and. They are truly the most entertaining team in the city. I mean, they can, they can actually compete with top competition. They win several different ways. They can beat you in a close game. They can, they can take you to four or five goals and beat you. They can take you in overtime and, and beat you as well. The thing I love about this team that we really haven't seen in the last handful of years, now you got guys like Bertuzzi. And Mantha, even Larkin, these guys are just chucking nuts. I mean, they're flipping mitts and going after it. And I love it. I mean, granted, you know, Bertuzzi's sucker punch to Matt Coward from the bench. That was funny. Sketchy move. <laughs> I loved it, though. I mean, I'm all, I'm all about it. I don't care. Punch whoever you want in the face. It's great. I love to see it. Mantha obviously breaks his hand in a fight, which is not great, but I, I love to see the energy. It's just they, they have a new. Attitude and compete level that we haven't seen in a long time, and I guess it might be easy to say because the Pistons have lost four in a row. But as far as an entertainment value, I mean, the Red Wings are
2: sweet. No, okay, uh, completely, sorry. I completely sorry. disagree. I'm sorry, that. no, no, sorry. I get what you're saying though. It is nice to see young guys etchy produce and see guys like Bertuzzi or like oh, they might have another strapper here or a guy who is kind of a pest. They haven't really had one of those in a long time who's actually productive because. like people are trying to make him out to be this goon who can't play or anything. He's got really good hands, and you've seen that this year. He's been producing. But, I I mean, the wins are a minus 12 goal differential this whole year. I'm not going to say they're more entertaining than the Pistons, who are two games over 500. And I get the wins are only five games out of the wild card, but I I just still think the Pistons, I think the Pistons are the most slept-on organization in the city where the fact that if they're not good, people are not going to pay attention to it. I think the Winsons have such a better fan base than the Pistons that even if they're mediocre or somewhat exciting, they're going to get the get the attention of most people in Detroit. But I, I think the Pistons are more exciting. I mean, you watch Drummond and Embiid tonight. That's like a national storyline for some reason that Embiid and Drummond are rivals. So, I mean, I, I, I would still sit with the Pistons. I think the Pistons will be fine. but. I, I, I do agree with you. The Red Wings are way more entertaining than they've been the last two years. But I wouldn't say they're the most entertaining team in Detroit. I'd rather watch the Tigers, actually. Even though that's completely, <laughs> completely, I don't know why I said that, but great, thanks, Colin. Well, yeah. <laughs> we,
1: we love we love the Tigers. So that's, yeah, it's, it's lot, all yeah. good. I'm a Tigers um, guy. Are the Red Wings best team in Detroit? The problem with these questions is that there's always that extra specific question of like, are we talking about right now? We're going to talk about yeah. like all season. So like, as we sit here right now, the Wings are the best team at the very moment. But it's almost by default because the Pistons have lost four in a row, and it might, you know, most likely will be five. And the Lions have lost five of seven, whatever. They're not even in the question, but. How the, the wings haven't flattered me as of late. They've lost six of the last ten, although two were in shootouts. But if you look at the Pistons, they've lost five of the last ten. Uh, it's just it's it's it is what it is. I, I I I agree with Collins a little bit more as like the, the which might be a first on the show actually. But, <laughs> um, the Pistons are still the best team in Detroit. But as we sit here tonight, I'll I'll agree that it's the Wings. I I do like to see the young guys chucking knocks like like uh, Ryan likes to say. Oh yeah, uh, it, it's entertaining. It's definitely entertaining. It's something to watch. Um, but I just want to bring this up about the Pistons, Um, and and like I said, I don't want to overreact because of the skid, because of the injuries, but Pistons are 13-11. Say they lose tonight, they go to 13-12. We could see them fall to 500 or possibly a game below because we we got Philly tonight, and then you take on, you you know, you got the Hornets, which I think will win, but then the Celtics, the Bucks, the Timberwolves, they're playing some good teams. But then after that, you're looking at another Eastern Conference mediocrity extravaganza because you got Beautiful. the Hawks, the Wizards, the Pacers, the Magic. So yeah, it's just it's just one of those things. There's ebbs and flows with the Pistons. And when when we asked this question in April, I think the Pistons will end up better in the Wings. But right now, as we sit here tonight, I gotta go Wings too.
2: But I will say this: I mean, if the Wings did like keep a lead, they would be in the play- They would be in the wild card oh, right yeah, now. It's been an, yeah. an absolute joke. I mean, I watched that Islanders game on Saturday. Yeah. Turned turned the TV off. They're up two nothing. I'm like, oh. I'm gonna go change the channel, some movie. Yeah, watch that for five minutes. Turn over. It's like, oh, Barzell this wheeled and deal to tie yeah. two to two. I'm, I mean, it's a you can't give up leads like that in NHL.
0: Definitely seems to happen to the Wings a lot. And you know what? I didn't I didn't plan on talking Tigers today, but since you brought it up, couple couple things I I, I pulled up here. Obviously, the Tigers. If you didn't hear today, signed a free agent right handed pitcher Tyson Ross to a one year five point seven million dollar contract. Uh, he's I guess I'd call him a journeyman. Nine seasons, Athletics, Padres, Rangers, Cardinals. Got a just under four ERA, about eight point two strikeouts per nine innings, which is pretty solid. Um, I don't like, and we talked about this, but this is last week we talked about the Tigers. Yeah. yeah, Matt Moore. Like, what? What is? What is happening?
2: I mean, it must say that they're not confident in any of their young pitching. It, 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 it's just. That's...
0: I mean, I, th- I guess Tyson Ross to me. He's only 31 years old, and I say only very
2: loosely. I mean, it's baseball. So. Right.
0: So, I mean, this is a guy that I think is going to be more of a trade piece at the deadline than Matt Moore can be. But I, I'm really struggling to understand the direction of the Tigers at this point. It just, it's, it was a troubling thing to me that I saw come across and I was like, are you serious? Like, really? There's no, nothing, you know, they've got Bryce Harper talking about going, you know, one knows where he's going. And the Tigers are dealing with guys that have been on seven different teams in nine years. Well, I,
1: <clears throat> for me, the thing, and I want to give a quick shout out to my cousin, AJ, because he texted me last week after we talked about Matt Moore and we were all kind of ripping on that yeah. move. And you my, my cousin plays baseball at Finley. So he knows baseball. He's, He's doing his thing. He texts me and he says, "You need pitching to win games, and the Tigers aren't really overpaying for these guys. They're veterans. They're so I'm not. I I don't hate this move, and in retrospect, I don't hate the Moore signing. It just doesn't make a whole lot of sense. But you do need pitching to win games. You need depth. Uh, it's a long season. So I at this point, as we sit here, I don't know." Could he just go out there and get absolutely shelled in his first three appearances? Maybe, and then we're all sitting here like, why do we give this guy five? What is it, five million? Five point seven five for one year for yeah. Wash. So yeah, it, on paper it's not a great signing, but you need you need some kind of depth with pitching. So I I can sort of understand where they're coming from. I just sometimes I question the the guys we're getting, but other than that, just just from the the streamline what the Tigers are trying to do, I kind of understand.
2: I think they de- brought him here as a DH. I was just looking up Tyson Ross. He hits the ball harder on average than Jonas Cespedes, Josh Donaldson, and Paul Goldschmidt. Really? Where does that come from? From one at-bat? He hit it really hard? Yeah, I I guess. From MajorLeagueBaseball.com. I don't know if they're just giving out junk facts, but... i mean, take it. I mean, I I, I can't trust any guy who played at San Diego. I, I uh, there, there's something about the Padres where it's just not right. It's I just, have that is where been,
1: baseball players go to die. They yes. literally
2: haven't been good since we've been alive. I swear. I, I mean, have this, like uh, since Tony Gwynn like passed on. Right. Like, they've had no one.
0: I have this joke with my buddy of just like yeah, everyone that's ever played Major League Baseball was a Padre
2: at one point. So yeah, we'll, it's just we'll,
0: like oh, we'll be talking about like someone random that doesn't even play baseball. Like, oh yeah, he was a Padre. Yeah, two just,
2: years in '98. You don't remember? Yeah. Yeah.
0: Exactly. Other Tigers news. Uh, they lose Mike Gerber on waivers of the Giants today. Who is he? Mike Gerber, you remember? Mike? I mean, you know Mike Gerber, the the mm-hmm. the guy they bring up that was like I think I, I this is probably completely wrong, but he's like, like the thirty something year old guy they brought up to play the outfield every now and then. Uh, I, I'll no take one, a gander. No one, no one cares about I, that. I
1: personally, I'd rather have Tyler Collins flipping out the flipping off I the hated fans. Tyler You're Collins, like,
2: yeah, I Tyler Collins, would have been the worst that baseball player
1: absolutely that ever. Absolutely, satirical. Yeah. I hate that guy, but whatever. Also, I I also making my
2: name look bad. Oh, that is true. That's a good namesake. Yeah. I also read something today about.
0: <laughs> an article about why signing Ian Kinsler makes sense for the Tigers. No. So uh, I don't know. You go know, for it, Al. I love Hit him. Hit us up. I'm just whatever. It's it's way too early to be talking baseball. I miss baseball season, but it's it's, so. it's just too early. Um all right now. Here we go. Time for the Lions. Woo! The uh, the premier aspect of our show that, you know, people hang on at the edge of their seats. What are the boys going to say about the Lions today? Uh, Lions beating the Cardinals in Arizona 17 to 3 on Sunday. Some game stats for your taste. Matthew Stafford, fifteen for twenty few through the air, hundred and one yards. Whew. Wow. Zach Zenner, twelve carries, fifty-four yards and a touchdown. Uh, before we get into the game, Ziggy Ansah goes out another shoulder, another shoulder injury. Uh, is this his last game? Is it a Detroit Lion?
1: So my yeah. my thoughts on this is just, yeah. Unless you're gonna, I, you don't want to franchise tag him again because we're gonna end up paying him like twenty million. Yeah. And. It, that to me that's a bad decision. He just can't stay healthy. I really like Ziggy. I do. If the Lions could talk to him and just be quite frank with him and say, hey, like, you can't stay healthy. We can give you three years and this much money. And Ziggy wants to stay in Detroit. He likes in Detroit, then good. I, pay, it, pay him. Mm-hmm. He'll give you eight games a year. I don't I don't care. Just don't overpay. And I like after with that being said, I don't think that's gonna happen whatsoever. I think Ziggy, someone will pay him. I don't know whether you know the Packers or the the Patriots. Someone will pay him. I don't know, uh, but I, I like Ziggy. I just yeah, I think that I think he's seen his last. I mean, days. He's,
2: a, he's a really good player when he's healthy. He's just glass. He's just yeah. Yeah. he's just he, it's just him. He's just he gets hurt often. And there's something about the situation in Detroit where he's just not able to stay healthy. Just let him move on. Let I mean, it's better for both ways. I think once he gets out of this situation, maybe. He's able to get healthy and figure it out somewhere else. I mean, he's figured it out here. I mean, yeah. he was almost an NFL sack leader for the majority of that once se- I forgot what season it was. It was at thirteen or I think fourteen. It was, yeah, he was really, really good. But I mean, he just can't stay healthy, and I that it sucks to get injured as your last moment in Detroit.
0: I mean, it's tough. Like for whatever reason, people love Ziggy. I mean, I get, maybe maybe it's the name he is. I see Ziggy Anza jerseys everywhere. 94, good number. Sure. Yeah. Good number. Uh, I, I I really do like Ziggy. Um, but like you said, Trent, you hit it right on the head. This was my thoughts. Exactly. Unless, you know, if he wants to hang around for some chump change and you tell him like, look, dude, you're a pretty darn good player when you're healthy, but you're never healthy. So we can't pay you 14, $15 million. In all honesty, if the lions are able to re-sign him for one, two years for cheap, I wouldn't mind doing Why not? it, yeah. but I'd like to see someone else in the defensive end spot. It, it, get some snaps. I Ocaro,
2: mean, Caro, that guy is Ocaro, from, Nor- Ocaro. yeah, Ocaro, Rami, yeah. Rami, I, I, I was debating he's getting good. a jersey. He's, he's twenty three
0: years old. Like, yeah, he, we got this. He's really guy. good. Yeah. So you know, I just if if he's if he's looking for money and if he thinks that he's oh if I stay healthy I'm worth this much money, even though he's not healthy. Then I think it's time to move on. Um, I guess the the question would be here then, if Ziggy does move on this year and the Lions get rid of him, would you consider this another example of a Lions failed draft pick? No, no,
1: I wouldn't either. He made I think he made two Pro Bowls. Uh, he's a he just couldn't stay healthy. I mean, I'm not.
2: I I want to say that I remember my brother, big draft guy, always just being the mock drafts. He said, "Oh, we won't." D-. I don't know if the, I'm correct, but I think that was the D. Milner draft. And I, D. Milner was like the worst cornerback in NFL history. So I mean, he, Ziggy was productive. He was really productive. Yeah. He just didn't stay healthy. I wouldn't call it a failed pick. It's he. I mean, he gave you something. I mean, I, I I think if you get something out of someone in the first six years, that's good enough not to be a bust. Maybe he's not the home run pick, but it's not a bad pick.
1: The thing is, if if you look at the it, he up. was that he was the top he was the fifth pick. Mm-hmm. So he was a top five pick. Yes. So I guess in that sense, maybe. Because in the long run, you see what's, what it's done. But that 2014 defense with Sue and Jason Jones, you guys remember him, and Nick Farrelly? Oh, yeah. They were just monsters, and he was a huge part of that defense. And then the following year, granted, we started 1-5. and five. I think it ended up 2-7, and seven, whatever. He was the best player on the team that year. Mm-hmm. I mean, Calvin Johnson wasn't playing, and Matt Stafford was having a rough year until the second half when he fired Lombardi, but... He was the best best player on that team, so and that was his Pro Bowl year. Uh, so I, I wouldn't say a waste of a pick, but I guess I, I could list. I could respect that opinion, given that he was the fifth overall pick.
2: Yeah, Fat check, D Milner was drafted in that, later in that draft, ninth to the Jets. So good pick lines. Don't wait to not pick D Milner. Me and my. Little like meatball fan in myself. Let's get the cornerback from Alabama. Go team, Milner. You know, another, another, real quick, another tidbit like that. Uh, yeah. One of
1: my buddies wanted Ruben Foster over Jared Davis. Oh, I did, so too. Bad. I did too. I did too. And look too. at what's happening now. I am yeah, so good, thank God we picked Jared Davis. Whew.
2: It's a very rare example of bad person, a guy. Guy. Way to go, Lions. Right. Yeah. Way to not draft the terrible person. Yeah. Not a good dude. Not a yeah. good dude. Yeah. Yeah. Uh,
0: let's move into the game now. Um, I didn't really. I don't have a ton to
2: say about this it, game. It, it was maybe one of the worst games I've ever watched. My, it was like Rutgers-Michigan State it, level. It,
0: I made the comparison of it was like watching two really good high school teams go at it. I mean, it was just, it was boring. It was slow. There was no flow to the game. I mean, you can't ask much more of the Lions' D. I mean, I I, I think Josh yeah. Rosen stinks, and I think he will stink for however long his career is in the NFL. I'll hold you to that. Okay, you, you disagree? I think no, 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 I think no, I'm, I
2: have no opinion, but if you're wrong, it'll be okay, fun. To, I, I fun think to yell at I you. think
0: he wasn't good in college. <laughs> He's not. He
2: wasn't good in college. He's not going to be good in the NFL. I I do believe Rosen was like the fourth best quarterback in this draft, though. Yes, I so, agree.
0: Uh, you can't ask for much more from the D. They gave up three points. It's just the offense for the Lions, and the reason why I like don't have all this to say about the game is because it like. I guess you could say the season's over or it's dwindling. It was a crappy game, and it's just the same stuff. Yeah. You know, like nothing has improved. Uh, the On the offensive side of the ball, it's just so comically bad in so many ways. I, like, don't have anything to say anymore because I've said all that's, can, that's been said. I mean, you are you give Zach Zenner the ball 12 times. You give Blunt the ball 12 times. <sighs> it's just every single time the Lions took the field on offense – I was just helpless. I was just like, like, can you get a first down? Like, can you stay on the field? (laughs) I think they threw it past the
1: sticks twice.
0: Yes, it's like no, no, again, and and so it just the game dragged on for me for so long. And after the game ended, I literally said to myself, "I'm like, I feel like I'm just watched two of the worst teams in the NFL play each other, and one of those teams is my team. Like that's how bad it was." And maybe. And granted, we said you said last week the Lions like never win in Arizona. For yeah, some it's like the well, weirdest thing.
2: For some reason, the Lions play in Arizona every year too. Like what? Yeah. Who is working the NFL <laughs> schedule? They played there for like four straight years. It was well, the, the broadcasters
1: actually talked about that. They were like, "Yeah, to maintain a competitive nature in the NFL, the schedule makers uh, like to." Put two teams that get similar records, and apparently the Lions and Cardinals have got similar records, even though the Cardinals went to a Super Bowl in two thousand eight or whatever that was. But two uh, first first win since nineteen ninety three. I looked it up because we were talking yeah, about it. That Not, makes twenty five years first win in Arizona.
0: That's you know Darn. I'll let I mean I'll let you guys you know do more of the analysis. I know Trent, you know usually you bring the analysis and the stats like nobody's business, and I we always appreciate that because I just I don't. I don't know what to say. I mean, you know, I Trent, you texted us, and I saw even a little ESPN blurb about it. The Lions are keeping playoff hopes alive with the win, and I was just like, "Come on!" Like, I got something for that, but I'll oh say it. I'm not, I'm
1: not predicting it. I just, right, I think I mean, it's yeah, worth yeah, yeah, mentioning. But there's,
0: you know, yeah. I'm watching this game, and like seven points come from your D from the Darius Slay return for a touchdown, and, and the Lions just show you in that game they're just factually not good. Like, I don't know how. You don't go into Arizona and beat them up. I mean, they're you know they're a shorthanded team. They're not good. They'll probably get the first overall pick this year, and it just it was embarrassing to watch. And, and that's it, why I'm not surprised. I'm not upset. I'm not angry. It's just like really, you just know, what it was yeah. exactly. And the season as a whole has just been so disappointing in that. Right? The, you know they never can just show you like. You know, the Patriots game was cool. The Packers game was cool. And then, you know, you see what the Lions really are. And it, it, it frustrates me even more because that's a game where, you know, I look at Matthew Stafford's stats and like 101 yards through the air, man. Love it. That, you know, and again, I <laughs> I'm a, I support Stafford and everyone knows that. I'm not going to get into the Stafford conversation again this week.
1: Yeah, We got to take a
0: break from yeah, that. Yeah, <laughs> but it's just like, it was just such a, such a monotonous environment. Boring and just crappy game of football. I just I couldn't believe what I was watching. You know, so. to your
1: point, I think, I think, I don't, I don't know. Sometimes I get confused looking at these, <laughs> these stat sheets, but I think he had ninety four passing yards because he had that seven yard run.
0: Did he really? 101
1: I, total yards, I think. He had less than 100
0: have, passing that yards. That might
2: have been what I what I read. That, well, and that to me yeah. like in the NFL yeah. is just like yeah, what that, are we that's, doing? That's pretty bad. And in in the, the I mean point, he has no one to throw it to, so. And that's that's,
1: that's,
0: that's what I want to say, like I part of the reason why the game was so frustrating for me is you know, we all, I bring up that stat all the time now about the lack of yards of separation that receivers get from the defenders from the Lions. And you know, I I'm watching the play develop And it's just so slow. Like, I'm just shaking on my couch. And nothing's happening either. Guys move so slow. There's no motion. Like, no one, there's no intensity. And, you know, between the linemen, and I just got to watch Stafford get sunk in the backfield all the time. And, And just receivers moving. They're so bad. They're really bad. It, that's what's frustrating to me. Like it's just so it's just bad football to watch. Then that's that's what I saw on Sunday. It's what we've seen all year. And you know, as I mentioned at the beginning of the show, you know, the next time we are we have the Motown rundown, the season will be over, assuming they don't make the playoffs somehow. Which Trent's gonna somehow sell me. They're gonna. I just want to shed some light on it, that's which is it. which is yeah. fair. But you know, we'll we'll we'll, we'll kind of I guess wrap the season up or, or talk about what you want to see going forward. But I'll let you guys give your thoughts on the Cardinals
1: game. Um, so, uh, my initial thoughts, I guess just Matt Stafford wasn't himself. I thought it was pretty clear that he, he was hurting his back was hurting him. So, I mean, for all intensive purposes, I'm going to talk about the playoff thing, but so, so for just speaking on that, Matt, do what you got to do this week, sit out practice all week. If you have to just get right, the bills are even worse than the Cardinals, but you're not going to win many games when Stafford has 101 total yards. That's just, that's bad. That's not going to cut it most weeks. So with that being said, the defense won the game for the Lions, uh, it's pretty plain and simple. Maybe I'm crazy. This is the main reason <clears throat> that I think the Lions will, have, will will be a lot better next year because this offense will fix itself with with uh, assuming they rightfully keep Stafford and get a new offensive coordinator. But this defense, I love this defense, and I like a lot of the pieces we have. I'm super impressed with uh, how, how we responded after Ziggy went down, Deshaun Hand went down. Eli Harold was playing some defensive ends, so that was pretty impressive to me. Darius Slay, probably his best game of the season, pick six, uh, third and goal touchdown breakup against Larry Fitzgerald. Uh, other standout was Jared Davis. Seven tackles a sack. He's flying all over the field, hitting hard. Quandre Diggs hitting hard. I just like what the, what the Lions are doing. And then Snacks Harrison. I talk about it every week pretty much, but this dude's the real deal. This was a great move by Quinn. Uh, with the exception of Stafford's extension, I think this was the best move Bob Quinn has made <laughs> in, in, uh, in the Detroit front office. Yes. <clears throat> I don't think we need to see anything more from this guy. He's a stud. He'll probably be the Lions perennial pro bowler uh, now that Ziggy's most likely done. Um, offensive line gave Matt enough protection, although it was a lot of dinking and dunking. Loss of Rick Wagner would be huge, so I hope he's all right. Matt Stafford did enough to win against the Cardinals, uh, which doesn't tell you a whole lot, right? But, um, yeah, that's not saying a whole lot, but like I said, we we can't bank on a hundred y- yard performance from him and, and come out of anywhere with a win, especially on the road. So maybe we could do that next week against the Bills, but I'm not comfortable saying that. Uh, his back was clearly hurting, but that he that time he escaped the pocket, and ran for the first down. That was that was pretty. That was probably his best play of the game. Um, he managed the offense fairly well. I, I would like to give some credit to the Cardinals' pass defense because that's the top five defense in the NFL. As bad as the Cardinals are, that's the one area where they're actually really, really good. Is their pass defense led by Patrick Peterson? Um, Ryan, I know you're pretty much overblunt. I like him. I think we should resign him as long as we don't overpay him because I think he can be a good. Uh, power piece, you know it's a back carry on, but it's crystal clear he can't be the feature back. Uh, I don't think anyone was really arguing that, but I, it just proves to me that we need carry on back. Zach Center sealing the win, that was pretty sweet. I loved that. I know you probably did too. So.
2: Zach Center was studying for his Tats this summer after he got he hurt his like back or something like that. Mm-hmm. I think it was something like that. So he wasn't expecting to play football this year. He scored a touchdown for the Lions. That's pretty cool. But that's just we're get, we're getting guys who are studying for their Tats yeah, instead our, of guys.
1: Our, our head coach is a rocket scientist, too, so that's um, pretty sweet. Uh, yeah. but, um, seven, I don't believe that, but
2: okay.
1: <laughs> seven carries, 43 yards for Zenner on that on that play, uh, or that drive, that touchdown drive. He runs hard. Not over, overly reliable, but that's a good piece to have. Um, and then, uh, guys, I want to talk about coaching, and maybe you guys – we talk about coaching every week. But we I, have to. It, yeah, you have to because you watch this team play, and I, I'll start with Pascaloni because I don't have a whole lot to say about him, but I'm not sure how much he really does – at uh, defensive coordinator in relation to Patricia because it's Patricia's defense. Everyone knows that. But I think there's a couple things to work on. First of all, the secondary got insanely better the minute Tease Tabor stopped getting snaps, and Mike Ford did. So keep doing that. Uh, Tease Tabor, healthy scratch, love it. Um, (laughs) Next, I'd like to see a little more discipline from the young players, A'shaun Robinson in particular couple dumb mistakes he's roughing the passer like he had one roughing the passer call yesterday that was just stupid and yeah. he had another one that he probably should have got flagged for and I was holding my breath because he just he runs up and just pushes the quarterback mm. down I'm like you, they're gonna flag you for that eight times out of ten so I don't know maybe that's on him that's just him being a knucklehead but maybe he isn't being coached according to the rule no clue but also th- this is the biggest thing I don't know if you guys noticed this personnel wise there was one big head scratcher for me yesterday and it was a third and long play Glover Quinn and Tavon Wilson weren't on the field and uh, the Cardinals converted. I don't know what you're doing. It's third and long. It was still a close game at that point, it's still 10 3. Um, and and you throw out Diggs and Tracy Walker. I, I like them both, but Quinn, that's the leader of your secondary, you know. He's the leader of the secondary. He's a veteran and everything. So Pasqualoni, I don't know what he does really, but just the defense is actually playing pretty well. So just if it ain't broke, don't fix it. Um I'm not gonna continue to Call for this man to be fired, Jim Bob Cooter, but there were too many dink and dunk plays yesterday. Maybe that's because Matt Stafford was hurt and he got in his ear and said, Okay, I'm, I'm, I'm not feeling great. I think we got to run the ball today. The problem is, you don't have carry on Johnson. Like I said, they probably took two shots past the sticks, uh, didn't connect on either one. Um, it was just, I, I came to this conclusion basically, there is no way that Matt Stafford is the one advocating for this conservative play calling. So I just think, and I, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna reiterate all this all over again. But Jim Bob Cooter, time to go. You know, I, Matt Stafford has a hell of an arm. He wants to show that off. He wants to use that. Mm-hmm. And taking two shots past the sticks, and Kenny Galladay getting two targets, two catches for five yards. That what? What is that? Yeah, what is that? I, you know agree, what I'm saying? Yeah. What in the world is that? But um, injuries. This team's banged up. You're already missing Marvin. Ziggy's done, Hand goes down, Wagner goes down, Andy Jones rattled, Brian, Brandon Powell, those are your third and fourth wide receivers, you know, what you're dealing with now, and they're mm-hmm. not playing. Devon Canard not playing. Injury, injury report is just brutally long. Uh, I'm concerned about the health of some of these guys going forward because um, the Lions do have a chance. But uh, something that I want to say that was awesome before I turned it over to Collins, we could hear the Lions fans in Arizona yesterday. I thought that was pretty sweet. Yep. Um, the broadcasters even highlighted it. They said, quote, the fan base is still juiced in detroit always has been always will be mm-hmm. so i enjoy that because that's the reputation we have that's pretty cool cuz one of these days is going to pay off for all of us so uh stick with it lions nation if you're listening because i'll talk about uh the playoff chances after collins gives his game thoughts cuz i want to get your guys thoughts on that as well
2: i'm going to be like honest with you guys i was more in tune with my iss exam than this football game it was so <laughs> it was so boring it was just yeah. – i i it was it was Mi- it was Michigan State Rutgers like three weeks later. Yeah, like, it was like it was such a defensive. Ba- I mean, I turned it off once Slade got that pitch six because I knew they weren't moving the ball in the Lions. I mean. The fact, first of all, Brian Leffridge is an offensive coordinator. I feel old now. That is like the first thing I I've ever felt like. He could old. probably
0: still play in the league. I mean, Dude, like I, age wise. I guess. I
2: don't know. I just remember his face mask in like Jacksonville. was like, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, the
0: Three bar, like the Dante Cole yeah, face mask. Yeah, I was mask. like, yeah. what a
2: legend, Brian Leffridge. Do you guys remember that Marshall videotape where his legs like, like snapped in half in yeah. the Motor yes, City yes. Bowl? Yeah. Yes, yes. Yeah. I who is the athletic trainer letting him play there? <laughs> but I mean, that honestly, we should talk about that inside of this team. But uh, I I mean, there's nothing really to talk about other than the fact that, I mean, this hurts their draft position pretty badly, oh. but <laughs> I, I, I mean, I'm not going to say they should, I mean, they did what they did trying to lose. I think. <laughs> I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I, I mean, the, uh, it, there's really not, you guys basically touched on everything. I mean, it, it was a pretty boring game and, you look at this Lions team, and you—it's it, just so unentertaining, just so unfun. I think those are the two most unentertaining teams in the league you played. When I looked back at the Lions wins, I, I like the one game I truly had fun watching was that Green Bay game because there was turnovers. Yeah, there's a lot of crazy missed field goals. Like that Patriots team, that wasn't like. I was off my like seat the whole time. Yeah, even like, their wins have been just like a yeah, just it's not a, they're good not, football. Yeah, they're just like a boring football team to watch. So that my takeaway is just like, can this team ever become exciting over Patricia? But I don't know. I mean, this it was so bad before
0: before Trent gives us his playoff spiel. And to your point about the just the game being boring and the team being boring. Like you know why the Chiefs are fun to watch and the Rams are fun to watch. Good they, offensive play. They going. just air it I, out. Yeah, like it just, it's awesome. You know, you and Jared Goff are not going to. get We have Chicago. a guy
1: who can air it out, and that's why I get so frustrated. Yes, that's why we yes, all get frustrated because yes. we have one of probably the we have Drew Brees said the best arm in the NFL. I don't know if everyone agrees with that, but top three arm in the NFL. Why aren't we airing it out? Because Jim Bob Cooter, you suck uh wanted him here though yeah i I know but uh, i don't think he does anymore
2: i mean yeah i i agree but i when you say that like it's not like a new thing that they've not they've like stopped Aaron. it's been like this ever since caldwell got here i mean it like since the days of like since swartz has left it hasn't been like gunslinger matt stafford he's been a little bit more conservative which has made him a better quarterback statistically but I can't say stats right, so forgive me. Well, you're, you're good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I
1: think it has yeah. trended down. You're right; it's no, trended down. It's but just, I think a... this year it literally took a nosedive, and it's just done.
2: Yeah, because he. De- I. It's just because he doesn't have those like electrifying plays at the end of the games because he's ha- either hasn't had that opportunity or they're just not getting it done in the end, so. or not
1: enough time to throw. Him. Yeah, yeah, which yeah. Has, hasn't been as big of an issue as of late, but early in the uh, season uh, that was I, the I'd biggest be cu- problem.
2: If Cooter really is gone, I'm curious who they bring in. If they bring more of a spread guy or they bring a guy who likes to run the football and Michigan State it up so I don't know.
0: Yeah. Anyway, try. I'll let you get into your playoff stuff. I need some positivity to All do.
2: Alright.
1: Um, Ryan, you kind of asked the question the rest of the season so until we lose, till we get that ninth loss, I don't want to oh shut anybody God. down um, and, and, and but <sighs> if we do lose, Stafford, I don't even think he should play the rest of the season unless he's on percent but whatever. Um, so uh, I am by no means predicting this but I think, as the Joey Harrington, Joey Blue Skies of this podcast, <laughs> it is my civic duty to bring this up because if, if in the unlikely event that this perfect storm rolls in, we can say we at least touched on it, okay? Because we're gonna Fair. be gone three weeks, right? Fair. So if we come back in January and the Lions are eight and eight with that second wild card spot, and everyone's like, "Oh, the Motown rundown gave up on the Lions," we can at least, we <laughs> yeah. can, yeah. can, we can got at least a million talk about it. our safety valve. We can at least. Talk about it. So your division leaders are set, right? The, pretty much the Rams and the Saints have already clinched. Cowboys are going to win the East. Bears are probably going to win the North. So, yeah. um, and, and Collins, I'm going to get a big eye roll from me here, but the Lions have like this is this is a fact. The Lions have the third or fourth best chance at a wild card spot. are four teams it,
2: left in contention.
1: Well, no, no. <laughs> there's let me count here: one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. Nine teams with eight losses or less in the NFC, okay? Okay. So uh, you got the Seahawks, Vikings, Eagles, Redskins, Panthers, Packers, Lions, Giants, Buccaneers. That's a mouthful, okay? So all these teams have eight losses or less so they could feasibly go eight and eight and make the playoffs, whatever, whatever. But when we break it down, here's what the Lions need to happen. They need to win out. That's obvious. Uh, the Vikings need to lose three of four, which is possible, and dare I say likely, because right now they are down to the Seahawks. No, just listen. Then they they, they play the Dolphins, who are not, not a bad team. I think they'll win that game. Then they come to Detroit, and if we take care of our business, you know we have to beat them anyways, and then yes. they play the Bears. So they have a tough schedule remaining. That's probably the least likely thing on this Lions uh, list of events that we need to happen. Uh, the Eagles need to lose to the Rams. Uh, I don't know if it necessarily has to be the Rams, but the Eagles are six and seven. If they go seven and nine, they're done. Uh, Redskins need to lose two games. They go at Titans. They go Eagles. They they uh they play the Jaguars in Jacksonville. I think they'll win that game. Whatever. Panthers need to lose one more game because if they go eight and eight, we have the tiebreaker with them. They play the Saints twice. I'm pretty confident saying that Cam Newton and the Panthers are dead in the water because mm-hmm. some other team could get that wild card spot. Uh. Giants are 5-8. Are and eight. I'm not threatened by that. They go Titans at Colts, Cowboys. I think they'll finish 0-3. Uh, Buccaneers go at Ravens, Cowboys, and Falcons. So just th- so I guess all I wanted to bring up is the fact that the Lions do have the third or f- I'm not predicting this. I'm just saying the Lions do have the third or fourth best chance to get that second wildcard spot and go 8-8 eight and eight because they would have the tiebreaker with the Panthers. Packers would be out of it. Vikings would be out of it. So it was actually good that the Cowboys won last night because that pretty much knocked the Eagles out of contention. Um, we need the Seahawks to win tonight for two reasons. Vikings need to lose, and the Seahawks need to run away with that first one. Um, so I, I guess, and, and uh, Collins, I know you said that thing about the draft pick, so I just want to say this. I, I just don't understand why you wouldn't want to make the playoffs because it, like any chance you have, because the sixth seed would likely match us up with the Bears for a third crack at the Bears. Uh, at Soldier Field, which isn't an unfamiliar place to play for Stafford and the Lions, um, a couple weeks ago we saw the Lions hang with the Rams. So we can play with anybody. Um, I'm not. I'm not. Again, I'm not predicting all this to happen. I'm just saying, would it not be the most Lions thing ever to go eight and eight and win a playoff game? When that first playoff game they've been talking about forever, this perfect storm happens. The Lions go eight and eight, beat the Bears at Soldier Field. Or or the Cowboys at Jerry World, and and all this stuff starts to happen, and all of a sudden the Lions have broken this curse after the season where they were four and eight, and everyone counted them out, and they you know they beat the Patriots, and then got crushed by the Bears, and all this stuff. So I I, I just think it's worth mentioning. I want to get your guys' thoughts on it. Uh, I'm not predicting it. I don't think it's going to happen, but if it does happen, I'm not going to be surprised by any stretch of the word. So I just want to get you guys' thoughts.
2: I, I I'm gonna be honest. I Think the Lions will go eight and eight and miss the playoffs? Okay, and just be—that's the most Lions scenario. The, the What is this thing when you say the most Lions thing ever? The win a playoff game? The Lions? Are no, not, no. The, <laughs> the most
1: Lions thing ever is going four and eight and then making the playoffs and winning the play. Like I seeing guess. how the I know, seeing I know the ebbs flows how the, how the season has gone and how this would be the year out of the last five years. This is probably your worst roster, and you're gonna make the playoffs, and win the playoff game. I don't know. I just, that is- I,
2: I know what you're saying. I, I I mean, there's always a chance that you guys say until you get to nine losses yeah. and whatever, but I mean, I, I, I don't remember a time where there hasn't been a team over 500 who has made the wild card. There's been a couple times. Didn't the Seahawks go seven and nine? Yeah, but they won their division. It's not the oh, yeah, one. That's, that's right. what I'm saying. God, I, what a bad division. That yeah, year. I, I think someone will, someone will figure it out either if it's Minnesota or if it's Carolina. Someone will get to 9-7. and seven. I think that will be the team in the wild card. But, I mean, if they go 8-8, eight and eight, I'm going to be furious. I, it, 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 I'm going to be furious. If they go eight and eight and they make the playoffs, I wouldn't be furious. That's I'm not saying that. Like if they go eight and eight and get the 14th pitch in the draft, I will be. That's a direct
1: shot at Ryan Collins. Yeah, that's that's a yeah.
2: Just lose to the Bills this week, put everyone out of their misery, even though they should be out of their misery by now. But just lose to the Bills this week, improve your draft position, and then play hard against the Patriots and Vikings.
0: I appreciate the optimism, Trent, because you always bring it, and the yeah. positivity. I love spreading the uh, positive vibes. Someone has to. I just, you know, and I, I remember getting really fired up and the, going into the Bears game. I was like, if they win this game and they yeah. you know, they can lose to the Rams and they win out and we're going to the playoffs and we're all going to sing and dance in the street on Woodward, uh, I don't see it happening just because I just think the team stinks. Yeah, yeah? they're just not
2: good. Like, well, And, yeah. I, and
0: I, I know that, I mean, you look at, factuality here that they can and, you know, they, they might, I don't see it happening, but um, I, I guess to, to build off of your point and I don't, I don't mean to completely transition away, but, um, as I've said a million times so far, the next time we talk about the lions, the season will most likely be over. So looking at the future, uh, for the rest of the three games this season, uh, I guess the question I want to pose is, is: Is what do you want to see? And I've heard from Collins that you'd like to see the Lions lose the Bills and finally put the nail in the coffin for Trent. Which even still, then Trent might not be sold on it. <laughs> but um, but over these final three weeks, like, like what are you looking for? And, and you know, for Trent, if that's if for you, if that's hey, you know, go out and and go make the playoffs, then by all means, for me, like, I, I think. I'm not in the boat of of the tanking or the going for the draft pick. I'm in the boat of, you know, I want to see this team win out. They can go to the Bills and win that game. They should win that game. I think they will win that game. What it's going to come down to is you get the Vikings at home and you got to go to Lambeau. The Vikings are a beatable team. Nothing about the Vikings impresses me. The people that are like really high on Kirk Cousins, I think, need to come back down to earth because he's not doing anything with that team. That team's not going anywhere with Kirk Cousins as their quarterback. The Case Keenum thing was a flash in the pan. So in my opinion, Vikings fans pump the brakes because the Bears have passed you in this division. But like yeah. bottom line, for the years to come. And the
1: Lions are gonna next year. I believe this that. Year. I
0: believe that the There's Lions zero next year chance. Will it out. So, I, did, <laughs> anything else we can disagree on today, Collins? Everything. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. It's the beauty. It's the beauty of the Should show. Should we talk about the Kenyan Drake then? Since no. We do, you know? No. We can't. If we were, if this was the Miami rundown, we could. But but
2: I mean, Taylor Ducker did it last week.
0: That's so. true. That's fair. I guess it is kind of relevant. But anyway, okay. Okay. Never anyways, about. um, you know, I I want I want to see them win out. I expect them to go one and two for whatever reason. I just think at home against the Vikings. You know what? Maybe they go two and one. I don't know because I would like to go to that Vikings game, the last game at home, and I think Four Fields going to be rocking. And because I, there's a chance, right? That's the and thing. I can just tell you right now that if the Lions go out there and lay an egg, dude, no one's coming to that stadium right. next year. Like it's gonna be, it's gonna be a mess. They, no, they'll
2: be there. Well, don't they, worry they about have,
0: it. They have to win that game at home. If you want to go choke and lose the Packers at Lambeau, fair enough. Um, but I, I just. My my points here for what needs to happen the rest of the season: keep Stafford off the ground, please, because the last thing we need is this guy getting hurt right. and not being ready for training camp. I love to see Carry on back. I don't need him forced back. And 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 my big thing here, it moving into next year now, because I've already shifted the focus to next year. In my in in all honesty, this is an opportunity to start building for next year. You know, the coaching staff needs to start playing with looks, schemes, personnel, and, and try to figure out a formula that can work in the next year because the season has sucked. It's been very hard to watch for me. So with these last three games, it's like you know you're you're kind of just opening Pandora's box. Like I you don't I, I don't know what to expect. I can't you know I could sit here and I could see the Lions going three. You know I could see him going zero and three. I could see him going one and two, two and one, whatever. I. It's just been such a frustrating year of just inconsistencies, and I. while I see that there's a light at the end of the tunnel for a potential playoff spot, um, I don't think the Lions deserve it, and I truthfully with this team, I don't want to see them in the playoffs. Just for the from the standpoint of maybe the Collins perspective of
2: get their you, heads blown off.
0: Well, you uh, are you're, you're probably yeah, you're gonna get smoked. It's gonna look bad for the organization. It's another thing for ESPN to run. It makes the Lions look bad. And you know, if the Lions make the playoffs, it could be an MSU thing where it's like, you know, they keep everyone. You know, they don't want a yeah. clean house. Yeah, it's like, oh, we made the playoffs, whatever. Yeah. So Friends and family. Just play hard, guys. Like, give us something to watch. I cannot watch another game of what I saw on Sunday.
2: I think the one thing you want to look at, I hope they lose the last three games so they get a better draft pick, but the one thing I hope to see is Stafford plays a little bit better because, I mean, you want to see something out of him where you're confident going into next year because I don't think they're going to trade him, even though I think they probably should some kind of, like, move on away from him, but they're not going to do that. I would like to see him play better in these last three games and show that he's still, like, very capable, which I believe he is. I just think... He's just the Lions are just too far away for him for for too far away for to keep Stafford as thinking they're going to be contenders. But I, ju- I just think I know Ryan said, is looking on his face that we're going to talk about Stafford. We're not going to talk about Stafford.
0: No, I just I, yeah. I, I can't I can't talk about Stafford. Yeah, I know, we just, <laughs> I know it's,
2: I it's it's it like lit lights of fuel in Ryan's heart that it's. Unmatched. I'm dead inside now, <laughs> after this season. Anyway, yeah, continue. no, but I just see something out of the offense, just a little bit, some excitement. It's something I can watch and just keep on the TV, not flipping it to Red Zone, like SpongeBob. I watched a lot of SpongeBob
0: today. Side
2: note, what episode? The one you got? It was the one.
0: I I was the one. Where, the best episode in television. History. Oh my gosh, it was great. Where they they get the invisible spray oh. <laughs> and they go around <laughs> scaring people. Oh, it, it's great. And, then, and I watched the
2: Tattletale Strangler one Dude, too. The best episode of all time is. We need a general. Yeah, that's a good <laughs> I'm gonna one. drop a bomb.
1: I've never watched an episode of SpongeBob all the so, way through.
2: Oh no! I never no, have.
0: No, 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 never. You
2: oh, hate God, to see that. God, we God.
1: might have actually gone just, an hour today until you said that. Just
0: the most ridiculous thing I've ever heard in my life. <laughs> You've never watched never, an episode of no, SpongeBob.
1: Not all the way through. I've seen like I've, I saw the one with Johnny Depp. I don't even know when. Johnny Depp? Like, what are you talking about? No, no, Johnny Depp show. was no, no. He was in it. He was he voiced <laughs> this fish character <laughs> that looks like all the other fish characters. pirate and. Maybe oh, Patchy was I don't only... even know. No, that I don't was know not the Johnny first De- thing okay. about
2: SpongeBob. I don't. Anyway, sorry. Don't disrespect I... Patchy, dude. That guy was a legend. <laughs> but uh, I mean, SpongeBob, tough take. But I mean, I, I would pass off to Trent. What do you, I mean, I know you want to see them win out, and I get that. I get that optimism. If they're gonna make the playoffs, go eight and eight. Fine. I, I I'll eat my crow. But I, I'm just hear what eat crow. It's, what does that mean?
1: It means that you you uh, said something that uh I, I don't even i don't even know how to explain it it just means it's like something
2: an old person would you accept say. that they you would, were wrong and then you kind of
1: like jump onto the like Eat crow okay you i, I
2: accept my like bad statements <laughs> okay and then okay. you go
1: you roll with the good punches <laughs> from there you, you know okay. I okay. you. Yeah. Um, yeah. anyway i guess my my thing is just i i just don't if you have a chance why the hell wouldn't you want to take it and i i i respect the opinions you guys have said 100 because again do i think the lions are going eight and eight making the playoffs uh, no, I don't. I think there's probably a 20% chance it happens. 10, you know, I, I don't know. It's not very likely, but like I said, um, they, they will be a six seed if they get it, which will, you know, it'll probably be the bears seeing that the bears have nine wins and the Cowboys have eight or it'll, it'll be, it'll be the bears of Cowboys, right? Cowboys have a cakewalk of a schedule from here on out, but that's a different conversation. I just don't. The Lions hung with the Rams, beat the Patriots, beat the Packers. That's a good quarterback. If they win out, they will have beaten the Vikings at home. That's a good defense. They'll have beaten the Packers on the road. So there will just be some things to, to, to look at and sort of hit your wagon to. And just the fact that we've all seen Stafford, you know, what, what if, and I'm not, again, I'm not predicting these things. Just what, what if he does? Just snap, turn around. I hope the three, he does. Best I three game stretch of his career, and the Lions are hot. And you've got a hot Matt Stafford going to Soldier Field, you know, you, you never know. So I just, if the chance is there, take it. You know, we're Lions fans. We've lost for years. If we can go 8 and 8, get a playoff spot, play the Bears, why not? And I, then play the Rams in LA, where, where you can game plan and say, "All right, guys, this is what we did earlier this okay, year." Okay, let's stop framing to the it, NFC I'm, divisional No, No, round. I'm just I'm just I'm <laughs> just like I'm just saying these things out loud because I think they matter. Like it, it's just if you go eight and eight and you make the playoffs, they're not,
2: I, it, the thin front though, I think if they go eight and eight, they're just not going to make the playoffs. It's just historically, okay, I don't I think just, there's ever been a five hundred. So, but the thing
1: is, if you look at the landscape of the NFC right now, I, like seriously, I'll send you this after the show and we can talk about it off the air or whatever. But like the send it to me too. It, the, 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 I'll, <laughs> s- I'll send it to the group chat. I'll Thank you. But the the, the, <laughs> the troubling thing is with this. Yeah, like I I put this all together myself. Honestly, I, I this is what I do. I sit at home and I, like, oh, I do love this. That's why it, that's why it that's takes That's why my own
0: uncle likes you more than he. likes me on this show
1: that probably hates me dead last (laughs) oh for sure it's about the process of elimination the thing is this is like a visual thing you got to look at it to actually understand my logic here but the 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 eight and eight and make the playoffs is the it's it's not unlike it's not extremely unlikely because the vikings play at seahawks right now where they're down three oh at half um then they got the dolphins at home then they got at Lions and then Bears at home and then the other teams that like would have the better chance I guess is the Panthers are six and seven but they play the Saints twice the Redskins are six and seven but they have Mark Sanchez at quarterback Josh you know, Johnson now oh yeah. thank you for that um and then and then the Vikings I already talked about them but I'm just I'm just saying like the landscape of these things the Packers play at Bears they play the Lions here they go at Jets I don't think they'll lose that game but the way it works out is the Lions. I don't want to say control their own destiny because they—you're right—they could go eight and eight and not make it. But if they go eight and eight, there's probably a seventy percent chance if the Lions go eight and eight that they will get that second wild card spot. There is. I want you to look at this later and tell me I'm wrong. Okay. Uh, okay. It, it,
2: it might look like that, but it, it's just at the end of the day, there's going to be someone who's nine and seven. I just truly believe that it's always you always like, look at the schedule. and You're like, oh, the Steelers have three losses really early in the year, and then you like look back up; they're nine and three. Like the teams yeah. figure it out. I think. Maybe the Eagles, maybe the Panthers—they'll figure it out. I also was gonna say one thing: Did the Lions beat their first bad team all year? They've beat all the teams they beat have been pretty good, like the Cardinals. Yeah, right. Or like bad when they've like bad when they have.
0: Sure, sure. Okay.
2: Well, we got Thanks. a couple more Thanks. things.
0: We got a couple more things to do on this show. We got a very special segment after the picks, but first we have to do the picks. I love
1: this music so much. It's awesome. This is like mm-hmm. what is, this is what makes me wake up every day. This makes me tick. This music just it gets me going.
2: I won't go that far, but it's good music. <laughs> okay,
1: sorry, sorry, Collins. Anything else you have to complain about today?
2: Leaderboard,
0: leaderboards look nice. Rabinowitz, six and eight at the Whoa. top with
1: Ryan Collins,
0: who's also Woo! six and eight.
1: I'm not that far behind. Trent, you're
0: four and ten now. I never, as
1: brutal I, as I've been, I am not that far behind. Give did me you some go two love. and zero there. you go two uh, and zero. He did go two I did and zero. And he, he did go for two the and first o. time this season.
0: I I I listened back to our to last week's episode. And I was so confident in the over I'm disgusted with myself <laughs> like, I almost I, wanna, I was to I want to yeah. put myself on like probation like I I, Wait, I that's can't why you bet the under. no no yeah, I, you I did, did but I was oh. I
1: was second guessing that hardcore I, oh, okay. I,
0: I almost want to put myself on like football probation to where I like can't watch football for a week it's all right that' I, so bad hey I took it the Rutgers mission
2: and stayed over that's about worst. Yeah, it was one of the worst experiences of my that life. My stupid. theory
1: was it would just be pretty much what it was. I just thought there would have been more scoring, like bad, two bad teams going at it yes. and like scoring a lot. But whatever, just gross. Anyway, Lions at the Bills on Sunday, one o'clock
0: p.m. The Lions are a two and a half point dog. This is maybe the easiest game I picked all year. The Lions easily. There's no way the right. Lions lose the Bills. If you want to put me on the podium, I, I, I'm guaranteeing a Lions win right now on this show. I'm I'll guarantee Lions win. You. I'll back you. Thank yeah. you. I'm guaranteeing a Lions win. Over under 38 and a half. I'm taking the under because if I take the over and the same crap happens that happened last week, I might retire from the show. That's just bad. <laughs> it's, it's, it, 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 I completely lost credibility with my pick last week. So Lions as the two and a half point dogs, they win easily. Uh, I'll take the under at 30,
2: 38 and a half. Collins, go ahead. I like the under. I do like the Lions. But I, I don't undersell this Bills team. I think Josh Allen is, like, not bad. Like, he's an athletic guy. Like, he might not have, like, all the, like, what he needs to be a good NFL quarterback, but he's athletic. I mean, he's, like, he the he has a – he broke Mike Vitt's record for the most rushing yards by a quarterback in three-game span. So, I'm just saying, that's – I think it will be – the Bills are a little bit better than what people crack them up to be. And Bills Mafia is like the hypest thing ever. But give me the Lions and the Under. Fair. I don't um, know why I made that point if I was going to take the Lions. You, I was dumb by you, me.
1: You can make those points. You know, this is yeah. all objectivity. Yeah. Uh, and it, all, it all builds to your
0: narrative of like the Grinch of the Motown Rundown. I- when did I get the narrative of becoming a
2: drench? I just, I when it's you it's said trade staff for se- a first-round se- It's a holiday pick. season. Okay. It's
1: all right. Uh, my golden um, conclusion here. The Bills suck. We'll do enough to yeah. win. Uh, the Lions uh, we- suck. But The hey, Bills you suck. suck. You yeah. know what? You <laughs> suck. The Lions, here's the thing, in all honesty, and this goes back to my playoff thing. I'm not going to talk about that again. I'm just saying, like, the Lions could flip it. Much faster than the Bills could. The Bills can't flip okay, anything. I would agree with Listen, that. I would agree yeah, with that. Yeah. So, so I, I agree with your Josh Allen point. We're working. We're doing good today. Yeah, we? Congrats, uh, guys. The, with our offense banged up, our defense will be the difference and win us another game. Uh, you might see another defensive touchdown. Here's the thing: Vegas gives you three points for being the home team, so the Lions are actually favored in this game by a half a point. Whatever. Uh, I'll take the Lions by the two sharp scores. I'll, <laughs> I'll, wow. take, I'll take this. I'll take the Lions by two scores. I think it'll be like Ooh. a. a, a uh, but it'll, it'll still go under. I'm going to say under.
0: Good. Good. I like that. Trent You're the the high roller. Trent knows all the ins and outs of the uh, of the he's Vegas sports He's a sharp sportsbook.
2: dude. He's a sharp.
0: Okay. Here we go.
2: Is what it is. We're
0: approaching <laughs> uh, an hour here on the Motown rundown. Perfect timing as we're going to roll into it in the spirit of the holiday season. We you know, we we sometimes forget here you got school, you know, you got extracurriculars, you know, we're sitting here on Monday nights. You know, you need to soak in the holiday season cuz it comes and goes like that on a, on a whim. So The question I posed today on Twitter, and I got some pretty nice responses. I appreciate that to all the people that actually responded on Twitter. Thank you very much. In the spirit of the holiday season, I posed the question. If you could have one, just one, we only have one in the budget for Santa Claus this year, one Detroit sports-related gift from Santa this year, what would it be? Now, this can be anything from a signed jersey to a specific seat at 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 a game to a Lions playoff win. You name it. I'm going to read off some of the responses on Twitter. Jackson Schleining tweets in a Detroit Red Wing Stanley Cup Finals at LCA. I do like that. Luke Sloan, fellow impactor. I would easily take a spot in the dugout for a game, for a Tigers game being. uh, Being that that close to the action would be a -a once-in-a-lifetime experience. Tino Abarca comes in with a good one. Very creative from Tino. He said, not sure if this counts, but here it goes. Being a part of a Blake Griffin dunk during a dunk contest. That would be sick. It would he'd have to participate again obviously Blake and and I mean Tino not not the tallest guy in the world yeah. Tino so uh probably no. wouldn't involve he's I mean he's just he knows he's not tall yeah I know. I'm know. i not tall either it's not a, yeah. I'm just saying okay. I'm just,
1: Blake Griffin could jump over me and clear me by probably two yeah feet, so, so. so Tino
0: maybe pose you know throwing a ball off the backboard or whatever I, I I do like that uh my mind to kick it off I'll be as completely unoriginal as possible if Santa Claus could wrap up a Detroit Lions Super Bowl under the tree I'd want nothing more but that's obviously extremely unoriginal yeah and I don't even know if Santa Claus could could make that happen
1: I for would us. take that and not get any more gifts for the rest of my life so I, I really agree. yes I would that's well, aggressive that is aggressive and then we'll have to, I,
0: let's let, address this because that that's Okay. So I mean, what? Presents are great, <laughs> but it's like a what? It's like a what would you do for a Klondike bar
1: thing? Like Trent would give up every yes. single present and, for the rest and of you eternity. What? To tell you the truth, it's not even. It, I'd do it in a heartbeat. I would say yes. Give me the Lions Super Bowl this year. That's very unselfish. I will never receive another gift, and I will give gifts, and I will be this happy. Um, sort of at the end of the Grinch when his heart grows two sizes yes. or whatever, whatever <laughs> the heck happens. That would be me, and I would be this great, and my life would be fulfilled because the Lions won the Super Bowl. So
2: two weeks of celebration takes away from a lifetime of gifts.
1: See, see, not two weeks. It would be probably five years of celebration, and okay. I, would, I would get I all would the merch. It. I'd have the Super Bowl jacket. I'd it for sure. I'd, I'd buy it, yeah. a helmet. I'd buy a legit $300 helmet, however much those cost everything i would super lions win the super bowl it's done i don't i don't care i don't need i don't need christmas gifts well,
2: someone's gonna have to watch you when if the lions win the super bowl in yeah no i like, will actually like, hold you to that like someone's gonna need to be in a room with Trent. i mean that's you know, fair sure, that's fair yeah make sure if i put myself like, out make there sure like, I didn't, like spend 20 grand on like a like a trip to something <laughs> <laughs> yeah <laughs> okay. well,
0: my my thing for uh i guess uh to answer the question I'll, I'll kick it off as selfish as it is after Trent's very unselfish comment if I could have one Detroit sports gift, and it is tough, I think for me, as maybe unrealistic as it is, I would love to spend a game day with the Red Wings. And I want, like, I need the full nine yards. By the way, full of sidebars, why is it not the full ten yards? I, ten yards is a first down. I think.
2: Old person saying, that's I don't know. Another old question. person saying. Yeah. It's dumb. I, I'm gonna i going to start saying the full ten the, yards. The great feel, movie, though, it's the, feel- the whole nine yards. Special. Never seen it. Bruce Willis.
1: Is it, it the
2: longest yard? No, 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 no. Completely different movie. All, All right. right, good movie. Whatever. Sorry, sue me. So I, but I, I, I
0: want as as far as the Red Wings experience goes, I want the full nine or ten yards. I want. I mean, I want the team meal. I want the warm ups. I want a shift in the game too. You got to give me one shift. No, Bucky, warm up. I would. No, love I would to go. No, Bucky, you take one shift. I for would the Red grow, Wings. Here's my thing. I think I could do it. I don't. You think could. Like, I couldn't compete. I would. I would just probably stand like our own blue line. Because I would need a head start skating backwards before. Like, you've got Connor McDavid
2: coming down. Well, how about you're just like a health, healthy stretch? You go up and warm up, no helmet. You're just hairs flying. You just go up and sit with Ken Holland and the well, boys. That,
0: but that doesn't look good. I would I would probably... But you
2: looked right in a suit in the box. I would probably ask someone to fire a puck at my ankle so
0: I would actually have a like legit reason not to be in the lineup. Okay. Like, oh my god, he's a healthy scratch. You must think, oh no, he took a puck off the shin and he's bleeding everywhere. It's terrible. Oh, right. You get crying. and you're yeah. making But that grand would be cool. I think having the experience of being a pro athlete, because my you know, career was cut short, unfortunately, of being a professional athlete. I thought I could make it. I really did from a um, young age. I was like, I'm uh, one of these sports is bound to pay off. But that's that's my uh, thing. I'd like under the tree from Santa this year.
2: I think my thing under the tree is mm, this is a tough question.
1: Oh, I, I, want, I know. I, I know. It's tough.
2: This is impossible. Uh, I would want. No, I just want a gift. I want a Steve Eiserman throwback okay, Detroit you know, Wild Wins jersey. I,
0: I, I, have, I gave you so many options of things here that you can do, and you just like, oh, I want a gift. I want a jersey. Like yeah. That,
2: really? <laughs> Collins wants it wrapped nicely with a nice little ball. Mater- hey, I'm a material girl. What did what I say? <laughs> okay. <laughs> what did I say? That's- I'm kidding. I'm kidding. But uh, if I would have anything, it would be the Detroit Tigers are competitive, because I think having a competitive baseball team... It is, is awesome. It, yeah, because it gives you something to do every night in the summer. Yes. And unlike any other sport, baseball is so regional. Yeah. If your team's not good, you're not going to know what's going on in baseball nationally. And I, I love baseball. And if the Tigers aren't good, I'm not going to watch because it's painful not to watch a good team in here. And I'm not going to watch a random team in like D.C. or New York, whatever. Right. So. A uh, competitive Detroit Tigers team.
1: I could agree with that. that that'd be a good gift. But my gift um, is that the Lions make me look like a genius, Complete this historic run, go 8-8, eight eight, make the playoffs, and win a playoff game. That would be uh, awesome. If that happens. <laughs> already got him an in
2: in <laughs> NFC championship game. It's unbelievable. I'm just,
1: I'm just saying it can happen. It can happen. and uh, I, don't I, know, I, I don't think, I, think it if can. You're, if but... you're going to make me pick a gift, like Ryan's, I will say I need some Detroit versus everybody gear. You know that those are that's nice. Sweet. Yeah, I that have a couple shirts, stuff. but I want I want a hat, like a Scully hat, and I also want a sweatshirt. I do too. But those yeah, are nice. Those, I love Detroit versus everybody. I
0: hope your parents are
2: listening. They write those, write that down. Your I, Christmas list ideas. All right, mom and dad, listen. <laughs> My parents are in Vegas right now, probably getting buckled. But, <laughs> really? Yeah. Wow, dude, that's good for you. Your they're betting man, on the Lions that. to go
0: eight and eight. They're probably so happy you're out of the house yeah I guess. <laughs> i'm
2: just kidding happy birthday it's my mom's birthday really happy wednesday. birthday mrs collins oh, mrs collins happy yeah. birthday wednesday, wednesday december 12th that's yeah. awesome i uh I'll make, t- I'll make sure she listens to this so she can hear that that's that's good <laughs> i appreciate that so yeah i mean uh i don't know I,
0: i'd love a, a super bowl would be great though yeah one yeah, pride I, I, we're doing it's it. too obvious though that's I, I think yeah, every detroit oh, fan will want that yeah, exactly Definitely. Oh, boys, I guess I guess that's it. I mean, now I have to go study
2: for exams. All right, next, Sweet. We, next we, time we talk, we, we'll, we'll be previewing
1: a, Lions Bears. We do,
0: we do have exams, and <laughs> if we're previewing Lions Bears, I will do the show with my shirt off, same,
1: <laughs> naked, naked. <laughs> outside. We'll yes. do it outside. Yeah, we're
0: gonna do it. I'll, I'll sit in the call. college we can, game. Day. We'll Skype call. You can sit in here. We'll Dude, get I, you some hot chocolate. I'll,
2: I'll run through Holden naked. I don't even care. Like I, wow. I'm, if they make the playoffs naked. and beat the. Bears. You know, in all
1: fairness, you guys are making this sound like it's not going to happen, and I think it. I think it's got a chance. It's got a chance. I'm I want to he's talking himself. Well, this. I, here's the I thing. really am. I texted my dad last night. I was like, I am getting my hopes way up for this because I am. I seriously, I think it can happen. Well, dude, I had like a, I had
0: like a weird like hot flash moment when they were playing. They're like, oh, they're going to go win the whole thing. They're well, going that, to Super here. That's the thing too. That just,
1: it's, that no, just You know
2: why? It's a thing. Oh. It's a disease.
1: We're sick. I we're I sick in the
2: brain. I know. It's not right. I know. I am crazy. There's, I'm crazy for that, doing this. There's always someone in your family who just has. From like the day you became Alliance and you're like, hey, they got a chance. It's like, <laughs> yeah. it's like your aunt or it's my Aunt Mary Joe for me. She's like, hey, they got a chance. Eh. Yeah. And and you're just like, no what? They do got a chance. And then they stomp on your heart. Listen, so. I'm gonna drop one more bomb before we go. Okay. <sighs> me and my on. brothers
1: are maybe I'm gonna say, I'm gonna say there's a forty percent chance this happens. We are Maybe gonna go to the Bills game on Sunday. Really? Whoa. Maybe. Go. That Absolutely fun. Go, Dude, go. Drive if to, you can. to Buffalo. Tickets yeah, are six dollars. You can sit friend behind friends. the lions. You can sit behind the lion's bench whoa, for
0: whoa, fifty bucks. Whoa,
2: whoa, whoa, yeah, whoa.
0: And still probably like five or six bucks. Bill's
1: mafia. I might Listen, go. You can Don't sit. I'm
0: those people legit. You can
1: sit behind the lion's bench for fifty dollars. I sit much. in Section 319 in Ford Field for $50 I with 2012 Lions shirt guy. Yeah. So, anyways, I might be going to the Bills game.
2: That would be cool. Um, that would be setting – if we jump lose that game, I will it. be setting yeah. myself
1: up for a very long, sad drive home if we lose. <laughs> we're not going to lose. We're going to win. Uh,
2: jump that's on the table while you're there. But the Bills, I think, almost have more of a painful franchise than the Lions. Go to four Super Bowls and not win one. That's, that's, that's crazy. Some the people have beat. asked And to that have before, that support like, and, and yeah. like, you know what I mean – but don't chirp, Bills Mafia, dude. They just jump on table. They can't jump on tables anymore. That's why attendance is down.
0: Really? That's a thing. Yeah. That's why tickets are five dollars. Probably. I can afford that. I can. I can avoid eating ramen noodles for a night and go to a Lions game in Buffalo. You're gonna be home. That's true. I will be home in the comfort of my own home. Because if they if they lose, it's gonna be a tough car ride home. Yeah. So
2: I commend and you. Not losing though. Not and losing. I commend you. Yeah. I don't. They're not gonna lose. But what if they lose? You're just like I just went and watch a five and eight Lions team losing Buffalo. <laughs>
1: But that's it, the story it, of yeah, being a Lions
2: yeah. fan, bro. No, but it would be cool to go to Buffalo. I yeah. do want to get out to Orchard Park. Indeed. Well,
0: gentlemen, the next time you will hear our voices, I guess on this podcast is going to be in 2019. Whoa, we're a year away. That's kind whoa. of whoa. So deal. If, if you guys don't mind, I guess it's it's about that time that we uh we we close it up here for 2018. one pride. What a eight, great 2018! Give it to him, Trent. Give it to him. One pride. Merry Christmas. Merry <laughs> Christmas, Happy Kwanzaa, Happy Holidays. That's all for today's episode. New for Year's Trent, Eve is trash. Yes, whatever. Oh, <laughs> for Trent, God, I Ryan, help. and myself, that's all we have today. Have a safe and happy holidays, and we will see you next year. You have been listening to the Motown Rundown, brought to you by Impact 89 FM, WDBM. For all your Michigan State and Detroit sports coverage, visit impact89fm.org/sports and don't forget to subscribe on iTunes.